0: Warning Sex in the Music City contains explicit content, which some may find offensive due to language and sexual themes. The opinions presented in this show do not represent the views of Tomcat's hospitality and its associated ventures. Parental guidance is advised.
1: Hey there, sexy people. You're listening to Sex in the Music City on Acme Radio Live. Now, here's your host, Amy Miriello.
0: Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. How are you? Good. Great. I love like I love guests, but I kind of love that it's just the three of us.
2: Yeah, me too. it's been a long time. <laughs> I'm kind of into it.
0: Um I am so we do our show at Acme, which is a awesome place downtown. And we're here like once or twice a week, and I've gotten entirely too comfortable here. <laughs> I just went to the bathroom and my I unbuttoned my jeans all the way down before I opened the the public bathroom door and i was ready to pull my pants down you know when you have to pee so bad yes you know when yeah. you have to pee so bad that your pants are like down and then you like pretty much pee your pants on the way yes. to the toilet yeah. <laughs> that's Uh-oh. what i did but like with full knowledge that it's a public bathroom but like it's my it's mine right that's
3: pretty much what i do at work yeah, i own this
0: place so i can pull my pants down i agree Um, let's talk about our eyebrows really quick before we get into the dark and dismal moody blues, which is the episode that we're recording right now. It's called the moody blues. It's about depression, all the shit that we know very well. Um, before we do that, we just got our brows microbladed. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Amazing. It was so good. I was so scared. Bev, you've done it before, right? I've
3: done it before, like over a little bit over a year ago. And it was just as good this time as the first time. I highly recommend it. I can't recommend it enough. It's a game changer. Yeah.
0: Basically, they tattoo your, like, brows on on your brows. Yeah. And they follow the line, but they, like, kind of make it look better. And since I posted a picture on my story, all of my girlfriends either are, like, I'm doing it, or they were, like, I've been doing it for years. Like, how did you even live?
3: (laughs) Ah. Yeah. And it's not, like, a tattoo, like, I I don't think it goes as deep or it's not the same ink there's something it's not like yeah. you know well, it's it semi-permanent. like tattoo yeah. sounds scary but this T- is it like, sounds like you'll look
0: crazy yeah but you don't look not. crazy yeah i look to, i like to look supernatural and that's what i was like really scared about but mm-hmm. they do
3: yeah yeah and it does depend on who you go to and i think our chick was awesome oh our my girl gosh.
0: she's amazing we gotta plug her plug yeah. it um wait so, what's all of the information you you plug so
3: uh blink permanent cosmetics so it's at blink instagram. permanent cosmetics yeah that's her instagram um, what's her full her name melissa french
0: melissa french and she's amazing so if you guys yeah. are in the nashville area hit up melissa french and get your fucking brows done oh my god they're so change cool. your face yeah. change your life so, yeah <laughs> oh. and
3: message us on instagram
0: if you need like the link sent and of course like as always i always have like. People that DM me weird stuff, and some guy was like, "Well, thanks for letting me know that I looked crazy without brows. I had some disease, and now I, my, I don't have brows, and you just made me feel terrible." I'm like, "Oh God, oh what? my God, no!" Gosh. This is Can like everyone not be... get offended
3: about fucking everything? I mean, this is helpful information, I think. I like, literally said, "I look crazy brows. without brows. <laughs> I look insane." <laughs> yeah, before I did this, like, I was not
2: looking good. This I don't is think like I realized useful. how bad it was
0: <laughs> until we did it. Now I'm like, dang. Now I'm like, how did I live without these brows? I, I wake yeah. up, I'm like, whoa, like they're an there. Yeah,
2: it's amazing. All right.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, it's so deep. So deep. <laughs> um, anyway, we're sober. This is our first sober episode. There's a party um, here, so we couldn't get any drinks. Um, I don't even know what to do. So we're going to talk about depression and anxiety and just stuff that we all, like, that we struggle with. Um I know the three of us all struggle with our own forms of depression and anxiety. Yeah. Um, I spoke to my brother who works in this field and he, it was like super important to him that we stressed that r- true depression is a neurobiological thing. It's not the same as my mom left my dad and now I'm sad. Right. So mm-hmm. that's circumstantial depression. Mm-hmm. I've experienced a lot of both. Um, Real depression is something inside of you that is there and it doesn't it isn't because something happened. Right. Um, and it is biological and it does run in the family and it is not it just like alcoholism and drug addiction, it is not a choice. Um, you can't just be like, Oh, they're you know, just get out of bed and go to the gym. Yeah. You know, eat some greens and <laughs> do A, B, and C and you'll feel great. That's not like that. Like, mm-hmm. yes, of course, behavior changes stuff but it it isn't it isn't like that and it was important for my to him that we made it clear that a we're not experts on depression no we're not doctors no and we're not um we're not talking about all types of depression because none you know we haven't all experienced all of them right um so I don't know I was going to start with basically when you start feeling signs or like showing signs of depression typically it starts with how you were raised your family your upbringing right yeah and like nope I don't think any parent is like I hope that I fuck my kids up yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's face it our parents fuck us up for sure and I love my mom and I love my dad but it's just true your yeah. parent just like their parents fuck them up your parents fuck you up and it's it. part of the reason that I don't that I'm scared about having kids <laughs>
3: Yeah, and I think it's partly, like, maybe, the, you know, your upbringing, but also, like, you can have two kids from the same family, and one can respond to things totally different. Like, I know people that have gone through the same things. Like, they're brothers, and one is, you know, it's just, like, it is, like, a mental, like... Yeah, d- disease. disease. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you can't help it. And, like, that's passed down from your parents, uh, maybe. 100%. Yeah.
0: And like I, will talk to my boyfriend or my brother, and they'll like. He he just says like he like he's like I do not know what you mean when you say depressed. Like I don't have those feelings. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he
0: doesn't wake up feeling sad,
2: mm-hmm. which is
0: insane to me.
2: I know. <laughs> if I woke up feeling good, I'd be like, yeah. what the fuck is? I'm dead.
0: Like, Something happened. What? Um, the, yeah, yeah, I woke up in a different life. Right. Um. <laughs> well, that used to be me before I got on antidepressants. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's a big thing. I mean, I know some people are anti-medication. I personally, I am I was diagnosed bipolar as a teenager, and I've been on meds most of my, my whole a- adult life. Yeah. And I've tried to take myself off meds multiple times, and it's not a good idea <sighs> because I'm like, screw this, I can do it, I'm feeling great. And it's like, no, you're feeling great because these are working. Right. Yeah. I did the
2: same thing. I was diagnosed bipolar when I was 14. And they put me on Depakote, which is this crazy drug that shouldn't be allowed to to be given to anyone. Like under, I've 21. never even been on that, and I've yeah. been on everything. <laughs> girl, I'm telling you, Depakot? they still actually give it. My one of my friends was just diagnosed bipolar, and they have him on it. And yeah, it's called Depakote. Anyway, when I was 14, imagine like my mom was like, "What is wrong with this girl?" But I grew up with a schizophrenic dad mm-hmm. and a depressed mom, and it just isn't yep. my family. And that's just yep. like I I didn't know it until I was probably a little bit older, but
0: um when did you start feeling um signs like how old were you when you started feeling depressed like sad for no reason I
2: didn't I was just acting out and so so you didn't feel it no they were like my mom was like you're crazy like I would throw parties when she'd go out of town I was a bad bad kid I was too
0: so bad (laughs) <laughs>
2: and so they took me and they like just put. But me how through. old
0: were you starting to do that shit? Like uh, a teenage,
2: fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah. I mean, I like lost my virginity at fourteen. Fourteen is when everything. I just, think like, I was fifteen, and I begged
0: for it. Literally, yeah. I had a boyfriend who <laughs> wouldn't f- f- fuck me, and I said, "Listen, he because he was like, you're a virgin," and I was like, oh, "Listen, let's not make a big deal out of yeah. this. yeah. I'm like, we're not getting married." Can you just yeah. do it? Right. And he was like, he, he, he was trying to pull like the noble, you know, because yeah. he was like a grade older than me. And then one night he was just like, fine. Right. That was the, my romantic virginity.
2: <laughs> yeah, I lost mine in the uh, bathroom at high school. Oh, I love that. Um, to a white guy. But just of, so you know. Oh my god. The only <laughs> yeah, white actually, is that the only white guy the only one ever in with? my life. <laughs>
0: was yeah. your first one and right were like no nope, you know no white guys fuck she got she fucked one white guy and, and turned black right <laughs> she's like that's enough for me they never went back no but yeah it started then and it just started with
2: acting out and my mom took me to all these psychiatrists and you know all these different places and they were like she's bipolar they put me on meds I did the same thing that you said I was like I don't need these meds anymore yeah or I would like throw them these out these don't
0: define me right <laughs>
2: Well and yes. even when we were 14 mental illness was like something you did not talk about. It was yeah. like embarrassing. I always Now have. I'm like I'm bipolar so if I act weird just that's why. <laughs> oh, I like I tell
0: everyone I'm bipolar yeah. like Ever, everyone, yeah. I tell everyone everything. I <laughs> oh <my laughs> tell all the STDs. bad. It's important, um, I think. Yeah. Because it's just like... Yeah. A, well, since we're at it, when did you lose your virginity? Well, that's... Okay, so... The show just <laughs> yeah, took a exactly, turn. Yeah, exactly, though. Sorry. I wanted,
3: I was going to butt in, but then I'm like, don't interrupt like you always do, Beverly. That's okay. Um, except okay. on this podcast. <laughs> I try to be good. But <laughs> um, I lost my virginity, so I had the same... Basically, my mom was like, just don't lose it in high school. Like, please... I don't know if it was, like, these boys are, like, disgusting or, like, just you're too young. Like, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, and I was basically, like, okay. But, like, as soon as I got to college, I was, like.
0: So you listened to her. That's so unlike you.
3: I I was actually a good kid. And since she's probably never going to hear this,
0: um, I did. (laughs) See, my mom listens to every every single episode. So I'm, like, okay. But everything I say, I'd say to my mom's face.
3: You know, I didn't, like, uh, ask, but I was, like. Well, I guess like blowjobs are okay. So like, I did that in high school. <laughs> yeah. And then like in college, I got there. I'm like, I you know had a crush on like the first dude that I met. I was like, time to lose my virginity. Oh yeah, it was and like a, yeah, you but, needed to do it. But he was like, no, like you're a virgin. What's up no, with these guys? I'm not, like, god damn it! Like I'm not gonna fall in love with you. Like <laughs> just not, fuck me. I don't then, mean. I guess I don't know. And then did you? Because I probably I, did. Then I, <laughs> well, he didn't do it. I fell in love with him anyway, but he didn't take my virginity. It doesn't matter. And then the guy that I ended (laughs) up losing my virginity to, like, he somebody better just should have taken it. Because, like, you know, the next guy that came along that would was, like, a loser that Mm -hmm. I ended up dating for, like, a year and a half. And, God, he was, like, the worst guy I've ever been with. But, like, I don't have any connection to my virginity. I'm not, like...
0: Oh man. Like you no, know, I, I didn't like, like it everyone is... makes it in the in in movies and stuff, they're yeah. like, they make it this big deal. I'm like, get it over with I so I can start enjoying I just wanna start yeah. enjoying this shit. I don't remember <laughs> it like hurting or anything. It hurt. I remember well, yeah. I like bit down on my hand and I was like, ooh yeah, but no. then I was like, it's getting done. Yeah.
3: My guy I was like kind of pretty drunk and he had a small dick, so it was like whatever. It was no yeah. big deal.
0: <laughs> That really hurt. I went to um, an arts boarding school. So there were only like two straight guys in the entire boarding school. Right. (laughs) Right. So they just got so much pussy like the and they weren't even like attractive like (laughs) at all. But they just got so much ass because there was no everyone was gay. Right. Yeah. I like so. So (laughs) I went out with this guy. His name was Brian and he was like the cool kid because he was the it was an art school and he was the best actor. And so I was like, oh, God, he's so cool. Like, he does, in scene study, he's so good. And um, so I, like, figured out a way to get him to like me. Ended up, ended up forcing him to take my virginity. No, <laughs> all against his will. We need to meet him. Then, no, I don't even know where. The, I would never want to talk to him. But then I, like, fell in love with him, because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. But then we went on summer break, and I realized that he wasn't actually attractive or cool. So <laughs> as soon as I got home, I was like, oh shit. Like I forgot what straight guys look like. Yeah. You oh. like got him around other guys and yeah. were only. He was my only choice. So then he came to visit me and I pretended to pick up reading. So I took up yeah. reading for the entire three days he was there because I didn't want him to touch me. So I was like, just reading another book.
2: Just over here reading.
0: He like Sorry, would want to have sex and I'd be like, just That's... gotta finish this chapter. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to break. And I swear to God, after the break, we're talking about depression. (laughs) This is uh, Sex in the Music City on Acme Radio Live.
1: It's finally time for one of Acme Radio Live's favorite days of... Hi there, I'm Barry Mazur,
3: host of Roots Now on Acme Radio Live. Join me every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central and Thursdays at 9 a.m. to sit down with some of the best musicians in roots and Americana music each week and connect the dots between the deep, lasting roots music from the past and passion new variation from today's most interesting artists. Roots Now with me, Barry Mazur, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. with a repeat Thursday at 9 a.m. on Acme Radio Live.
4: We're back at the groove for a record store day that's better than ever. Together with WeGo Transportation, we've partnered with Thu615 and LabCan to feature a day of live music that spans multiple genres. Come out April 13th for music by Blank Range. I fall in love by proximity. Future Thieves. In Aaron Ray. Like we Tennessee Muscle Candy. Hey. The Grip Sweats. And of course, we've got some secret special guests. Come out to Record Store Day 2019 at The Groove. Doors open at 9 a.m. and music starts at noon. Join us in celebration of independent record stores on April 13th. We'll have food trucks, a liquor bar, and plenty of yee haw beers. The Groove will have limited edition vinyl, CD releases, and giveaways all throughout the day. This party is not one to miss. RSVP to be entered into the Record Store Day sweepstakes at 2615. And stay tuned at our socials at Acne Radio Live for more info.
1: Mondays suck, but we're grateful to be alive. Every Monday from 7 to 11 p.m., come celebrate the dead at Acme Feed & Seed while the band covers your favorite Grateful Dead tunes. We'll help you get heady with dollar-off beers brewed by Monday Night Brewing. Don't let the start of the work week harsh your mellow, bro. Join us at Grateful Mondays at Acme Feed & Seed from 7 to 11. Not in Nashville? Get your dead on with the Grateful Dead Hour on Acme Radio Live every Monday from 8 to 9 p.m. For more info, go to theacmenashville.com. Back seat windows up. That's how we like to listen to this show. You're listening to Sex in the Music City on Acme Radio Live, baby.
0: Hey guys, this is Sex in the Music City. We're back. Um, we're supposed to talk about depression, but just really quickly. It's <laughs> too good. Um, no, but like we, we were just talking on the break and we were saying how, like, we. Well, you weren't ever really prude, right? Never. See, I wanted, I was like obsessed with sex when I was really little. I was yeah. like, what's that? Oh my yeah. God. And then in like middle school, i they sent me to Catholic school. And I think that's when I kind of got prudish. Right. And I felt like, oh, like that's so bad. <laughs> and then one of my, my best friend in the whole world, Megan, she hooked up with this guy and did sloppy second, which is like, mm. they lick your mm-hmm. boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Which, oh, to me, I thought Not that. the
2: same sloppy second well, yeah, I thought. What sloppy not second I thought that Yours was is like, like butt licking. No, no, no. Sloppy second, I thought like was like when you, you one sex sucks, someone sleeps with someone, and then you sleep... The next person. With oh, the next person. But
0: sloppy second base is so you know first base second base I didn't know they got um, sloppy <laughs> so like sloppy, sloppy second is like fun. when they lick your boobs right oh. which you which it, now it's just like hey, getting a cup of coffee but right. it's like back then it was a deal it was a whole thing right. yeah and she told me she's like we went to sloppy second and I cried <laughs> I think <hadn't>. about me <laughs> think about yeah. me and how who I am <laughs> that that, pro, that made me cry because I was like, how could you? And then I made her cry, because I made her feel so terrible. Right. Oh I slut-shamed gosh. her. <laughs> Cut to two years later, when I was like, I finally went through puberty, and I was like, who wants to see him? <laughs> oh
3: my
2: God.
0: Yeah, who I love- wants him?
2: I got the- some titties. Who wants to see him? The first, um, my mom's going to kill me for saying this, but like growing up, my parents were divorced, and I didn't like sleeping over at people's houses. And I had a sleepover planned, and my mom... I don't know what she, well, I do know what she was doing. I'll get there. But (laughs) I came home and I went to my room because I wanted to sleep at home. I didn't even tell her I was home or anything. But I could hear something happening in her room. And (laughs) it was, (laughs) right, it was my mom getting pounded (laughs) out. Oh, God. So I I went to my room. Okay. the worst. But I went to my room. And then I go to use the bathroom, which was in the hall. And down the hall comes the man, butt ass naked. Shut up. First penis I've ever seen in my life was the guy fucking my mom oh
4: god does she know that and that's what stemmed your depression (laughs) and that's why I'm fucked up
2: yeah
3: yeah (laughs) Yeah. depression and um, losing your virginity for me they they go together
0: well Well, sex (laughs) sex and depression are big yeah you know and like when I was reading and asking and stalking people about depression um, a lot of Weird. A lot of people handle their depression differently. Some people overeat. Some people stop eating. Mm. Some. Oh God, I wish I was one of those people that <laughs> stopped eating. Ugh, if I could just be one of those depressed <laughs> people that stops eating. <laughs> um, so some people overeat. Some people undereat. Some people uh, have reckless sex. Mm-hmm. Some people uh, get wasted. Some people have drug addictions. Mm-hmm. Um, some which people do all of this? <laughs> which ones are you? I'm like think? I did which all of those. Oh uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. I- Um, definitely, I definitely was the most promiscuous in my darkest times. Yeah. Uh, booze and just a total cokehead. I mean, like I was just terrible. Yeah. I loved it so much. Same. Oh God, I love that drug. I know. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. What about you? Like, I, what do you turn to? Like, or what were your darkest times and what were you doing?
3: Um, I think my darkest times, I mean, honestly, like, I think it just revolved around either dumb boys and breakups yep. or not feeling Always feel, breakups. Yeah. Um, or just not feeling good about myself. Um, and I didn't really, like, I didn't really turn to anything or get help until recently and I mean for me it is like a clinical thing like I just for many years like my whole life basically it was just like I would get in funks you know like that's what I would like call it and then finally I was like I can't do this anymore like this is not normal like is this like I'm just gonna be in a funk like half my life yeah and then I when I finally was able to get health insurance um I went to a doctor and I mean, I really didn't think it would work, but antidepressants like really helped. They me. really
0: work for me, For yeah. sure. And, well, and it's like you don't even know. I've been on them so long now that I don't even know what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't but, know if I'm if I'm normal. And uh, but like, I know that if I ta- if I take myself off, that's when shit goes down.
3: Well, I'm like like you guys were saying earlier, and I think this is like I am. You know, like now I'm I'm not 14. Like I'm an adult, and yeah. I'm not like. The type because I didn't I wasn't on them when I was younger but you know you're saying like I don't need these like I'm yeah. I can do this I'm like like I asked my doctor like why do people ever come off yeah, these if yeah, they need yeah. them like I never want to well like, this is how like-
0: I need to feel which one are you on Zoloft okay Zoloft did not do good things for me yeah well Butrin is what I'm on yeah and yeah. it's been my favorite so far yeah Um because the thing here, the scary part is um you. Some of them make you gain yeah, weight. Yeah, it's like a trial Some of error. them make your skin crazy. Or they make you,
2: like, I, I don't know if you guys remember, like a month ago when I got on a new one, because I'm on Prozac. Oh, yeah, you were bad. I was super, like, suicidal. Like, I yeah, had no plans mm-hmm. to kill myself, but I would text you, you felt, guys, and I would just keep saying, like, I don't know what is going yeah, on. Yeah, And I, remember, I stuck it out
0: for, yeah. like, two
2: weeks, and it went away, but, like, oh, that's rough. That's scary. It's, and
0: also coming down from when I've taken myself off meds yeah. without a doctor's help, without Mm -hmm. weaning off, which is so important to wean off. Um, When I've taken myself off, that's when I feel the suicidal thoughts and that's that's when I feel like I can't leave the house, like I can't leave my bed.
2: Well, that's why I'm glad I have you guys because I would text you and say, like, I'm feeling like something's up. Well, I just
0: remember, like, even as a very young child, I was extremely morbid. I was obsessed with death. I I would write songs about death. I remember (laughs) my parents were having a dinner party and i came down with my little guitar and i was like you guys like i have something to play and my, my aunt was like oh great like play us something and i was like this song is called i wish i was strong enough to kill myself <laughs> and then i played this awful song and it was just like i wish i was strong enough to kill myself <laughs> and then my uh, my aunt said i specifically remember this she said Wow, that was so expressive. <laughs> um, but I was always feeling dark feelings. I always felt sad for no reason. I would get completely obsessed with things, mm-hmm. like whether it be a boy or music or an artist, or and then I would completely like shut down and not leave my room and cry all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's like I I get
3: the, the I used to always like 50% of the time, like even sometimes it would just be like split right down the middle of the week, like be in these dark places mm-hmm. of like, how, like just thinking about the world, thinking about like the state of everything, like myself, but also like a bigger, yeah like, like what is my purpose yeah, my purpose Why am I and here? like, like feeling bad for every human being, like yeah. just taking on the weight of the world. I yeah. do that
0: too. And I think about things from my past and I think, and I make myself feel guilty about them. Mm-hmm. I think oh, yeah. about things I've done, even if they're not even that bad, but in my mind, like, you know, being mean to one of my brothers or something, of a specific mm-hmm. instance, and I think like, what a piece of shit you are. Yeah. Um, and I remember as a teenager, like, when you're a girl, body, body image is the oh, worst. Yeah. Like, if you're already clinically depressed, that's one thing, but even for people that aren't clinically depressed, body image and and anorexia bulimia has who here has had an eating disorder both <laughs> my sister
2: I feel bad I taught my front bed. this is a, how shitty of a person I am and she's still my really good friend but I was tiny in high school like 100 pounds yeah but I still threw up all the time and I wouldn't eat yeah um and she was chubby Mm. And so I taught her how to be bulimic. My
0: best friend taught me.
2: She's, and she's she, like, you have to tickle
0: the back. Yeah. yeah. And now
2: then she got super skinny and she's still super skinny. And
0: it's just, it's like, why did I do that? I wonder <laughs> if she's if she, still yeah, doing it because still, uh, a lot of people are do- just, yeah. uh, they never stop. And for mm-hmm. me, I had, I got to the point where I was never, I never got help for it. And I never felt like I was that serious. Right. But I got to the point where for a long time, every time I ate a, a, a full meal, I threw up no matter what. Yep. And um, I got really good at pretending that I didn't do it, and I had to put my foot down, like with myself, and be like, "You're not one of those people that ends up in a hospital for this. Right? You're not. You have a lot of problems. This is not. <laughs> this is not. You don't need this. Let this one be." And that's when I started really working out hardcore. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you guys know, like from for working out and depression. That's mm-hmm. yeah. And again, this is not for people that. Are deeply, 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 you know, depressed and clinically depressed. And but for me, with medication, mm-hmm. as well as working out and healthy food and all yeah. that stuff, has been a huge yeah, thing. yeah, me too.
3: And I don't think I could just like take a pill every day and leave everything else the same. Yeah, yeah. And like you it can't change to the degree that it has. I mean, it wouldn't. But yeah, like in addition, like, doing better things, but, the you know, taking medication yeah. is a big part for me. Yeah.
2: That's why I masturbate so much. <laughs> I'm dead serious. It, like, makes me happy. I've never pot, seen a I phone with my, more no.
0: Pornhub on their, uh, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Girl, you Side gotta, note, like, erase history every brought, once in a while. I <laughs> yeah.
2: brought, I saved a video that I came across today just to show both of you, and I'll show you on the right I'm but scared. It's, I've never seen anything like it, and if I say that, it's... Un- is, is it gay porn? No. It's straight. What? No. what? I'm going to just wait. I'll show you. Oh, God. I can't what? tell you. Can we,
0: like, can you, you tell us? See well, can you tell us and then we decide if we want <laughs> to see <laughs> it? It's not.
2: It's a, uh, the thing is called Black Widow, and it's like, I can't what figure out. What is this, out. like some it's dark
0: a, web shit? Like I don't know.
2: It's a guy um, ass-fucking, a. Uh, thing called Black Widow but I can't tell if it's a cartoon character. It doesn't look <laughs> it's real. It's not an animal, right? I don't know you guys. It's because so Beth weird. Bevel will It's definitely not an animal. Come on. It's like it's an animation or something, but it looks real. It's like to the point where you can't really figure it it out. Let me
0: ask you this. Did it turn you on?
2: No, actually, it did not. Which is even. I just saved it for you guys to show you. (laughs) Thanks. Good. Jesus (laughs) fucking And then I went to the next video. But it's it's weird. I don't know what it is. It's like Mm. animation and real life together. It's weird. Like like virtual
0: reality porn. Kind of. I mean, Sylvia told us that sex totally helps with. Yeah. Like yeah. getting off helps with your mood. it For helps sure. with your energy. it helps yeah. with every like just everything. I guess yeah <laughs> I mean it, yeah that's yeah why I, like I love sex. I love all that but that that ain't fixing my depression. let me tell you <laughs> yeah.
3: but it sh- sure would help a few people. It helps my mood. I <laughs> well certain bosses in the past included. there's
0: a lot of people that need to get laid <laughs> um, they need and I to think either it would help There's a lot of people that need to either smoke weed. get punched in the face (laughs) or get laid yeah you know what i mean like those three categories smoke weed punch in the face get laid right and then it would like fix everything
2: Mm -hmm. yeah help the world um i fully agree with that
0: we're gonna go to a um another break and we'll be right back with sex in the music
4: city if you've been to Nashville, there's a big chance you've been drunk in Nashville. However, as Music City continues to grow, the bar scene isn't always a shit show. Join us on Mix One Five as bartenders on Broadway take you behind the bars in the 615. We'll interview local beer and liquor reps, as well as fellow bartenders, all while making and discovering your new favorite beverages. Hosted in the heart of downtown Nashville at Acme Feed and Seed, Mix One Five airs every Monday night at 9 p.m. Central and is available as a podcast on all platforms, including Spotify and Apple Music. Mix One Five, only on Acme. AcmeRadioLive.com.
5: Do you like hip hop? Hell yeah. Do most radio stations play good hip hop? Hell yeah. Wait, no, they don't. Wrong, wrong. If you like real hip hop, tune in every Thursday at 11 p.m. for Hamill's Hip Hop Hour, only on Acme Radio Live.
1: Hell yeah.
4: Tune in every day to hear what artists are stopping by the Acme Radio Live Studio, but this gal thinks it's time we call a few more ladies to the front. So tune in every Thursday from 3 to 4 PM for interviews and live in studio sessions with Nashville's finest females. And me, your DJ Rachio on Girls Rule the Roost.
1: Live from Smashville, and we ain't talking about hockey, baby. This is Sex in the Music City on Acme Radio Live.
0: (laughs) What's up, guys? Hey. Um, we're back. Uh, I am a little bit brain dead today because I've been up since. No musician should be up at six in the morning, or oh, bartender, no, no. or any. No one should be up at six in the morning. No. I it's texted the, you and you were like, "That's the middle it's of the, the night. middle of the night."
3: <laughs> I know. <laughs> like when people try to book appointments with me for that early, it's like, would I book an appointment with you at four a.m.? Like, yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> sorry, no. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I feel like people. I tell me, are, do you guys have problems with? sleeping yes like have you always had problems with sleeping
3: Yes, and I finally got on medication for that because like, getting health insurance. Was Fucking so Marilyn huge. Monroe over here. This bitch
0: is on medication for it. She's like, yeah. And there's yeah, one but for- my life has like improved. There's one for waking. There's one for yeah. sleeping. I There's don't a have pill one
3: for waking. I don't like the uh, upper- the waking. Yeah, I don't like the waking. Part. Yeah, you like the sleepy part.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, sleep has been a big thing with my depression. I can directly like relate uh, body aches and and. Being upset and stressed with sleep. Yeah. And when you're... It's like a snowball. When you are depressed and stressed, you don't sleep. And when you don't Mm -hmm. sleep, you get depressed and stressed. Right. I think my problem more than depression as an adult... When I was younger, I think it was depression. But now, I think it's kind of been a lot more anxiety and stress. Yeah. Like, I just feel like there aren't enough hours in the day to become the person that I want to become. Right. And if I die having not done anything exceptional... I feel like a piece, you know, like a loser. Yeah. I'm not making the kind of money that I wanna be making. I'm not, my career was a big stressor for me. Just, you know, when you're in the music industry and I got signed very young. And so I thought that that was it, like that I was gonna make it. And you, I toured and I did all the, I played all these huge places like Radio City and the Ryman and I've played everywhere. And and then (sighs) when you get dropped, and you literally get dropped like a bad habit. I mean, mm. they don't care if you're, they don't care. Then I got signed again, then I got dropped again. So it's like, what did that say to my little brain? It said, you're not good enough. Right. And it was like that, you know, in growing up, I felt like that and I felt like music was the only thing that did make me good enough and that did make me special. So there was always someone prettier, there was always someone richer, there's always someone cooler, there's always someone funnier, you know? And then when that thing is, doesn't work out over and over, You just feel like a fucking loser. I think my darkest times were in L.A. having been dropped from my label, um, having to go back to bartending, doing a you know, drinking a lot, being promiscuous. I mean, you go from people, everyone wanting to know who you are to nobody even answering your phone calls. You Um. know, the same people that signed you that were so excited about you can't even send you an email back. It just makes you feel like such a loser. Yeah. And I think that like that's when I started doing the sleeping around and the drinking and the drugs because I just felt like so empty. Mm-hmm. And I know like you guys know a little bit about it. like it's you just feel it doesn't fill that hole like you. No.
2: I went through a phase like that where I couldn't get enough of like uh, different men. Yeah. You, you've seen some of it. Um, yeah. But I'm now where I don't. I I mean, I'm okay being, like, alone. Before, I was like, oh, I need somebody to always sleep next to me. Yeah, I had a really hard time being
0: alone. Like, I haven't been single since we've known each other. Yeah. But, like, I can totally relate to how you are sometimes or how you were. Yeah. Like, because it's when you're alone that you can think.
2: Right. Yeah. And who wants to think? Nobody. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
0: it's really, like... like even Josh and I talk all the time. Josh is our camera guy, he's also a really good friend of mine. And he has I love to be that he,
2: waved. he has to be busy <laughs>
0: 300 hours a day.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's how I am, that's how my mom is. And if you're not it's like that's the moments where you think. And thinking is just evil. The worst.
2: Yeah. yeah so if you're fucking, you're not really thinking. Mm-hmm. If you're <clears throat> out drinking or you're, you know, doing all these things, but Now it's like I read and I'm home and mm -hmm. I'm like doing other things, you know.
0: Well, as you get older, being boring is like very appealing. I'd rather.
2: I'm, I'm finding myself like not (laughs) answering the booty calls and I'm like just letting them go by, and it's like I'm totally okay with it. I think that that's um, greatly helped my uh,
3: state of mind. Is like I, I don't like get. I've never. I never was. I went through a promiscuous phase, I guess, when I was in college but not really. I was yeah, just like, kind of like having sex with like people I worked with yeah, like, yeah. that I actually did kind of like, yeah. but um, I think that not thinking about a guy and like not having that, like, what does this person think mm-hmm. about me or like feeling like bad when they don't act the way you want them to act or when like, they don't call like, right, the wondering when, and the stressing right, when yeah. you're just not like everything. Cause if you just want that feeling, if yeah. you're with somebody, um, having that like out of my life has like I love being alone and I would rather be alone than go out to dinner with on with a dude or like unless you were crazy me. about right. that person and, yeah. yeah
0: yeah I think yeah I mean I Definitely jumped from guy to guy my entire life, and my a lot of my darkest moments was during breakups. Like I I couldn't handle breakups. Yeah,
3: I I would feel like so desperately depressed. Like you wanted.
0: I used to say because I never like wanted people to worry that I would kill myself, even though I did call a suicide hotline. (laughs) Yeah, and you know I was at that point a couple different times. Um, I know we talked about like suicide attempts and stuff growing up. Um, but you you just don't you don't want to worry anyone but you're also like I think what I wanted more than anything was to disappear yeah mm. I don't want to drastically do anything that hurts other people I don't want to be dramatic and get yeah. a, and you know I had friends that had suicide attempts and it was just a trying to get attention I really just wanted to disappear like yeah. could I poof be be gone
3: yeah I just wanted my mind to be free hmm and like let it yeah. go, yeah. yeah. Like I'm sure everyone, you know, like when you're going through a breakup, like that's all you can talk about is yeah. like the, that person,
0: <laughs> and, and it's so it's annoying. So like miserable. after a while, yeah. yeah,
3: you even annoy yourself. Like oh my
0: god, what is wrong with me? Yeah, I mean, I but then you just it, one day it's just it's okay. Like con- yeah, I I cou- I could not stop crying about my last thing for I probably cried for two months. Like wow. I could not stop crying. I couldn't mm-hmm. get my shit together. My body. And we'll do an episode about chronic pain because it's something that I've struggled with forever. But like my body fell apart because emotionally yeah, yeah. I was so fucked. I got radiating pain down my neck and arms, shoulder blades. I went, got MRIs. I was in physical therapy. I acupuncture, the whole thing. and I couldn't figure it out. And I really think it has a lot to do with emotional pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they say that until you deal with And we all have those things in our brains right now that we don't need to share, but there's a couple traumatic moments that happen in your life. Sometimes there's more than one. Sometimes there's one. But there are things that when you're alone, you think about and they won't leave you. And until you deal with that thing, you will not get through your depression Mm -hmm. or physical pain or sadness. It's the mind-body connection.
2: Yeah, Amy actually, you know, I've reached out a ton because we're such good friends about when I'm feeling super sad, I text her and she always tells me to do this thing. And it fucking works. And she says, write a letter to someone about how you feel and or like apologize or whatever Mm -hmm. and cry. And I do it. And then I always text her. I'm like, okay. And you cry
0: so hard. You literally
2: write this letter and it's just like everything you're feeling in your head, you just let it go. You write it out. I'm I'm not crying. Tears are just running down my face. I'm just like. And then it's just like this emotional release, and I, then I have this letter that I later burn. Yeah, but <laughs> and you burn it. And you
0: don't need to send it to anyone. No, yeah. and then
2: it's done. And then it's like, okay, that worked. And I didn't know an outlet like that until she said that because before I would just sit there and be sad. And well, they teach my, you yeah.
0: in AA, and they teach you in Mind Body Curable, um, the Curable app that I do, which is about mind body connection. Writing. Mm-hmm. is something that we're really reluctant to do because it takes time. It's annoying. Like, if you're if you're me, it hurts your hand. I don't know right? why, it but hurts like, my it hurts hand. my hand. Yes. My, but, my old ass. My hands are even old. Right. It my just hands hurt. are like, bitch, you have a cell phone. Yeah. Um, But you write it down, and something about writing it down instead of speaking it, instead of thinking it, it gets it out, and it's real, and you read it back, and you're like, mm-hmm. those are real feelings. Like, yep. that's a real thing that happened to me. And just doing that alone doesn't cure things but it makes you feel better
2: for sure like instantly it
0: makes you feel better and they make people in aa you know do that um and it's because it unless you deal with those things they don't go away Mm -hmm. right so like you know a lot of people have were abused or sexually abused or bullied or your parents divorced i mean it sounds trivial because everybody's parents are divorced now but Parents divorcing when you're young is extremely yeah, hard. Right. And it totally fucked me up. But like, you know, it can be as small as someone said something mean to you in high school or as big as getting raped. Right. But the way you process it is mm-hmm. completely different with everyone. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's I was, all relative. I, w-
2: I was I had a good group of friends in high school, but I still got bullied. Yeah. Like people were still mean to me. Yeah. And me I don't too. know if it was be- they even had like can't remember what it was they used to call me something uh, i can't remember what it was but they would like yell it at me in the hall yeah and i would just it, it was i would go cry yeah and they don't realize because now i'm such a bitch yeah but, but they it's don't like <laughs> i i'm the girl that like went in the bathroom and cried because that person like oh, yeah. yelled something mean to me yeah um, oh me too i mean oh, they anything used to, they used to call me poop skin dog face what? what dead serious and wait, i hope that, wait that and, is I the hope, and i hope and i hope whoever is listening that used to call me that feels terrible yeah but honestly it kind of shaped me to be how i am but it yeah. was super fucked up and i had a really really good group of friends growing up yeah, yeah. and in high school like we were still kind of the cool girls but yeah. like I don't know what it was about. Yeah, that's that like the that meanest, is, but also like the lamest. But it's thing also the dumbest. Yeah, like, Poop like,
0: face, job yeah. face. Yeah. Poopy skin. <laughs>
2: Poop, poopy skin. Oh, and what you know, I like you're like in, eight. Well, I also grew up in like a super white ass town. <laughs> yeah. And there yeah. were like two black people. You were the only girl. I was Mexican. Yeah. Like the, it wasn't just so it was like oh, Well, that's
0: like in my town, I my parents put me in Catholic school, but yeah. I'm Jewish. My dad was Catholic and I have a last name that is Italian because I'm Italian. But my mom is Jewish, which technically makes you a Jew, right. even if it's just culturally, right? right. Mm-hmm. So I, I would in my school, like there was a church, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I, like I was like, "Body of Christ," I guess I'll eat this thing. <laughs> this looks like a delicious wafer. Yeah. Um, but like, also, I had no fucking idea what was going on any of the time, and I remember, and we've talked about this, like people saying things like, "Oh, you didn't tell me you were Jewish." It's like, yeah. do I have to walk into a room and announce that shit? Like, yeah. and then my one of my first kisses. I kissed this guy at a party, and um, the next day he said he found out that I was my mom was Jewish, and he said, "I can't believe I kissed a kike," Ooh, and it went wow. all it went all wow. around school, and I felt like I wanted to die. Right. But let me tell you something. This same fucker, when I played Radio City Music Hall when I was opening up for I think Nick Lachey, <laughs> I played Radio City. My whole, you know, town of Stanford came and he came to the came to the show. And afterwards I came out to like, you know, you sign stuff and then right. you you sell if you're a baby artist like me, like you sell your own merch and you're out there. And he tried to take a picture of me and he was so nervous to be around me because he thought I was like famous, even though obviously I wasn't. Yeah. He was shaking the whole time. And I was like, you fucker. Yeah. The nerve, uh, right? You fucker! Like, I mean, it's part of growing up. Everyone teases
2: everyone, but it like it it like it doesn't leave you. No, and it's, I still think about that shit. I'm like, I can't believe they did that to me, and it's like, I can't either. Yeah. And why is
0: everyone still teasing everyone? Well, like, now wh- it's even worse because the internet. Cause yeah, you, you don't you can be a tough God. guy. Oh yeah, no. and we
2: didn't have all that shit back then. We had tamagotchis you guys remember those? Wait, what the hell is that? You guys, you I didn't don't. have Tamagotchis. I know what that guys, word is. What is it? It's that little electronic, like little thing you take care of. It's on a keychain. You know oh. what I'm talking about? You had to feed it. <laughs> you had to change its diaper. Shut Do you up. remember, <laughs> guy? You know what I'm talking I about? I remember you. Yeah. Okay,
0: because I was like Tamagotchi. They always
5: die. They always <laughs> die multiple times.
0: Wait, but did you guys have growa frogs? Did anyone else have growa frogs? No. Where no. they come as a little like seed or a t- it's like a little it's not even it's like a little tadpole in water and it looks like little seeds and then all of a sudden they grow into frogs like one arm will come like out like real frogs Ew. I swear to god <laughs> it's freakish and then you we used to order them and grow them and then they would get in the sink and the soap would kill them oh my they god they jump out like they jump out um, alright we're gonna take a break <laughs> on that note we're gonna take a break we'll be right back with Sex in the Music City
5: sometimes you've had a rough week Start your weekend off early with us every Thursday with two-for-one drafts. Join us every Thursday from 4 to 7 on the second floor of Acme Feed and Seed for the Acme Radio Live Happy Hour. Acme Radio Live DJs will be setting the mood with some vibey tunes while you enjoy two-for-one drafts. All you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel. By subscribing to the Acme Radio Live YouTube channel, you have incredible content at your fingertips and a free beer in your hand. Yay, beer! So subscribe today and join us every Thursday from 4 to 7 on Acme's second floor for a much-needed happy.
0: Sex in the Music City, powered by Acme Radio Live, is a no holds barred talk show hosted by me, Amy Mariello. The talk is explicit, uncensored, and sometimes R rated, but it is always real. Real women, real stories real sex. And it's not just sex. It's sex and the Music City, and that means me and my girls, Britt and Bev, will be diving deep into what dating, hooking up, loving, or whatever you call it is like in Nashville. We'll talk the hottest spots, take you inside the minds of strippers, swingers, the singles who make up Music City, Sex in the Music City is hosted at our favorite hotspot, Acme Feed and Seed, in the heart of downtown Nashville. The show airs every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Central, and stream and download Sex in the Music City on all the podcast platforms. And while you're at it, give us a rating—five stars, baby! Follow us at sexinthemusiccity.com. Instagram is at sexinthemusiccity, and our YouTube SATMC Nashville. For more information, visit us at sexinthemusiccity.com.
4: In the mix with Acme Radio Live. Every Monday through Saturday, a different ARL DJ will be spinning their favorite tracks. Whether it's local all-indie vibes with hashtag Fit or Friday night hip-hop vibes with Guy Falk, we've got all your music needs covered.
0: But Carson, what if I have a favorite DJ and I want to hear their music all the time? What do I
4: do? You can follow our public playlist on Spotify to have all your favorite DJs' hot tracks at your fingertips. They'll be updated each week after the live version has aired. So always make sure to listen live every Monday through Saturday, noon to 2 and also 5 to 7, only on Acme Radio Live.
1: You're listening to Sex in the Music City on Acme Radio Live.
4: Hey guys, hey.
0: um, what were we talking about before? Frogs with like oh grown yeah, grown frogs. Grown frogs. <laughs> they still sell them on what Amazon. What the hell is this episode <laughs> I'm definitely about? Definitely
2: getting one for sure.
0: Um, do you have an OMG spot? I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh let's hear it it's
2: definitely not sex related <sighs> Yeah, um, no, let's do it no okay so um, apparently Wendy Williams came out today and came her- out of the closet no oh <laughs> oh my god like she's really <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna feel bad I love um, her I she love Wendy revealed Williams she- same she yep. revealed she's been living in a sober house and she does her show and she goes wow was so every- surprising she goes to her show it's for coke and alcohol
0: you and know she, what? Does she live in L.A.?
2: Um, I think so. Probably. Um, and she said she goes to her show. She goes to Pilates. She does all her normal stuff. And then at night, she goes, yeah. checks into the sober house with her sober companion. At 10 p.m., they shut the lights off. She's living there with like a group of men. Yeah. And she said they watch soccer and they get bored. And And she then goes they,
4: to
0: bed. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. And no wow. one knew, just her husband. So she like came well, out with this so on her show today. Cool
0: of her. She's a queen. She's a total queen.
2: Yeah, she basically said, "Hold on." She said, "I go to my room and I stare at the ceiling and I fall asleep to wake up and come back here to see you." So that's my truth. I know either you are calling me crazy or the bravest woman. You know, I don't
0: care. That's great. I think
2: it's great. I, I think love it's awesome that. to yeah.
0: just take a stand. I think it's awesome to just be honest because you know how many people are struggling. Yeah. Well, first of all, let me tell you: you get off the plane at LAX and mm-hmm. someone hands you a bag of cocaine. Really? <laughs> you're like, I landed. They're like, here's your Coke. Wow. It's, it's like Hawaii so when they like lay, lay you. <laughs> they lay Instead of laying you, they just Coke you up. <gasps> I swear to God, it's so easy out there. You have a drink and someone's like, want to bump? And you're like, yes.
2: Wow. And then it begins. Yeah. I
0: never was into it. When I lived in New York, I had a boyfriend that did it and I was disgusted by it. I would talk so much shit to him. I was like, "You're so gross!" Like that whole people that do that are so gross. Then I moved to LA and I just became every cliche. Like everything that I said, I didn't want to do. That's what I did. But I mean, good for her. I think that's great. Yeah, I'm trying to keep like my drinking. To the point where I never have to go to a sober living house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because what is I'm really, a sober like? That's
2: is that just like a halfway after, house? Or it's
0: basically after rehab, they give you, they put you in a sober living house because it's uh, like a safe place with other people that right. are sober. Okay. And you, it's it's like the second step to transition into back back into society. Okay. Because like if you go out of rehab and you plop right back down in your in your hometown and you see all the same people and do all the same things, you're gonna do all the same shit. Right. You're gonna go right back. So a sober house is kind of like a medium, like a between place.
2: Interesting. There was a VH1
3: celebrity sober house many years ago. Oh, my God. I loved that show. <laughs> I know. Wasn't Andy
0: Dick on it? He's like oh, on all of them.
3: Yeah, I was I was remembering uh, Steven Adler of Guns N' Roses. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Ofer's that. Drummer.
0: Yeah, it was. Dude, Andy Dick is oh, like I don't, I fucking, yeah. Andy Dick and what's his nuts, um, Pauly Shore, the two of them, Andy, if when you live in, if you live in yeah. Hollywood, you see Andy Dick and Polly Shore like every day.
3: And Ron Jeremy. Yeah. And Ron Jeremy. i, you I guys I told talk you, we, about him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who that we is. We both him, met Ron Jeremy because up. everyone does in LA.
0: Multiple times. He's there, he's drunk, and he's yeah. trying to like get laid. Yep. I'm like, it aren't, aren't it's you? It's somehow working. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. He killed right. me. Yeah. Like, punch me until Ooh. I die before that. Oh, he's
2: a porn star?
0: Yes. Wow. Oh, yeah, dude. But that, he's like the original porn yeah. star. Like, oh, with a stash. My. Talk about a... I mean, I keep going back to L.A., but oh, there's so many sad, depressed <laughs> shells of human beings that live there. Yeah. And... And uh, Pauly Shore would see it Equinox. I would be running on the treadmill and he'd be like, hey, and I'd be like, Pauly, I'm really trying to work out like it, yeah. that was like all the time. <laughs> and then Andy Dick would be out partying all the time, hitting on everyone. We'll see yeah. boys. Yeah, but I've heard. I 100 percent had some guy friends. But actually, <laughs> when I was working in New York City at this club called Butter, which is a really, really great restaurant and um, and club. Andy Dick snuck into the back and peed in our icebox. The (laughs) the bouncer caught him because all the bathrooms were taken. What? We've caught him. We kicked him out.
2: Who does that?
0: Him.
3: Wow. (laughs) Him. I love L.A. for reasons like this. (laughs) And this is
2: why
0: I stayed for fucking a million years. I stayed because you're never bored. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to
2: (laughs) say. You're never bored. I know. We still have to plan a trip.
0: We'll plan a trip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We got to do an episode out there. (laughs) We And also my LA friends are like my besties, like they, you guys would be obsessed with it. I have a legit girl gang. I can't wait. We actually, my friends in LA and I went through a dark time all together. Like we never, I remember I did not, I was not able to bartend without doing a little bit of, without drinking a little bit and doing a little bit of blow. Yeah. And then I would get myself ready for work and I would like, you know, you dress sexy and you, I'd make the hair and the makeup and the boobs up and um, and I would do a little bump and then I'd get to work. We'd all do a shot and the gr- one of the girls would be like, do you have any? And I was always the one carrying Yeah. <laughs> my whole life. I, I realized <laughs> when I left, like that I came back and people immediately see me and they're like, you, you have any coke? And I'm like, oh, I'm like that person. You're- <laughs> <laughs> I'm the person people see and they're like, Ooh, we're getting hot tonight. <laughs> yeah. Amy's got it. Luckily, not anymore. I cleaned up my act. But yeah, like we would always we couldn't get through it because we couldn't deal with like men. It's yeah. really hard to bartend men and women. It's really hard to, bar- and you know, you're, yeah, you're a bartender too. You know, you're, it's really hard to do it sober. I gotta mm-hmm. tell you.
3: It really is. And even just like, I mean, now I, I've, I've, Kombucha has become my new alcohol. Yeah. Just, I just need, you need like a treat. Like something you need like something during the to, like, night. like something
0: to look forward like, to. Yeah.
3: Different like, because it sucks. And I used to like dress up cute and stuff too. And now I'm now just like, just what legit. the fuck do you want? When like,
0: I met you, you were wearing <laughs> zero makeup. Yeah.
3: I don't wear makeup. I'm Sometimes I'm literally like, I'm, I'm in the same shirt that I went to sleep in. <laughs> I just put on <laughs> jeans. like wow. just, just something that I can stick my like bottle opener in. And they in. still <laughs> And head they Still
2: won't. They still hit, hit on still you. It's still the same. Yeah. And they do
0: the smile. How are yeah. you? Oh, I hate that. You're like, so pretty.
2: Smile. And you yeah. know what?
0: I really am a big, like, I, I believe in customer service and I believe in being nice because people are paying. But I don't have to flirt with you. Right. I have to give you a drink. I have to be nice, smile, give you your change. No. But I don't have to flirt with you. I, right. I don't have to have a 10 minute conversation with you. Yeah. That's not in the job application. I don't application. have
3: to tell right. you how I am doing today. How was how, all about my day? Yeah. Um, if I'm single or not, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it, 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 it brings
0: you down. <laughs> I used to wear fake wedding rings. Yeah, a I lot of the time. Lot, still. And guess they what? Still don't it care. doesn't work. Right. Yeah. One yeah. time, and this is how sick men are. One time, um, I was on vocal rest because I had shows at the same time, and I couldn't talk at all. And so I bartended, <laughs> but silently. And mm-hmm. I told people, I was like, I wrote it on a piece of paper. I was like, vocal rest. So. I got tipped so well. People loved "Silent Me." Oh my god! People <laughs> loved. People loved it. Men were throwing money at me. <laughs> oh they were god. like, "This bitch is cute, and she doesn't talk." Yeah, that's a perfect try that. woman. It was to pull the silent bob. Yeah, pull I, the silent bob. That sounds like you're a on great vocal idea. rest. Ta- say you're on vocal rest. That gets you out of everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like having a tummy ache when you your you boyfriend really wants to have sex. <laughs> You know, the old yeah. tummy ache the trick. Or the
2: headache. My head hurts.
0: God, I've used that one so many times. My head hurts. Ooh, I'm just, you know, my stomach is just not feeling right. Yeah, but then they're just like, not just, I'll be really right.
2: sweet and just I'll just I'll do it all. I'll do all the work. I'm just like. But when you're not in
0: the mood, you don't no. want sweet. You're no. like, if you're going to do it, just do it. Right, yeah. Just get it over with.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Just, like can you leave. just honest like jerk off on me? I like, know, just leave uh,
0: me be. I swear to God, I'd rather I'd rather that just jerk <laughs> off on me. Can I read? Can I read while oh, you do it? back to the reading.
2: Yeah. Can yeah. I? <laughs> can I be on my uh, computer? Uh, yeah. It's gonna be like Amy's just been reading this book. She before. is so into reading lately.
3: <laughs> can I just be online shopping?
0: <laughs> yeah. Seriously. If the, it does, yeah. The older you get, I mean, when I was younger, I was so in, like obsessed with sex. Like yeah. I was just mm-hmm. like, and I didn't even know how to like get off. Really? Yeah. So I spent years just doing it with no yeah. payoff. Yeah. But I just, the act of doing it and the attention I that it it's got me. I the attention, me. yeah. You feel good because you're like, oh, this
3: person's so into me. This you're person's like, so into me. I feel into so right. right now because they, they want to stick their dick in me. Yeah. But.
0: And isn't it weird that you either, my mom, my mom always says that I have the Kavorka? Huh? You know, like Kramer in Seinfeld. You know how there's like this, Kramer, there's this, there's an episode where like women are just throwing themselves at Kramer. Right, 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 right. And right. it's because he just has this essence and it's yeah. called the Kavorka. Yes. yeah. And, and my my great grandmother um, had the Kavorka because she had a huge nose. She was not attractive, but men literally, like the mailman w- was like, can I do anything for you? Wow. Oh, I love men, that. Men were dripping over this woman. Wow. And she, she was not herself. attractive. Frances was her name. <laughs> God, I love yeah. that. She mm-hmm. was not cute. But she yeah. had everything she wanted. But the thing is, you either have the Kavorka or you don't. And sometimes it goes away. Like, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got the mojo. Yeah. Other times it goes away. Mm-hmm. There's phases in your life. Like, when it rains, it pours. Like, when you mm-hmm. have the mojo, everyone wants you. Yeah. And when you don't and you're in a depressed time desperation yeah. reeks it right does. people can smell you
3: yeah no matter how hot you are and it
0: makes it so depressed so much more depressing because yeah. you're like yeah. oh my god like, i can't
3: do anything i can't get laid i can't even
0: get someone to pity fuck <laughs> me
2: it's like pity <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Huh?
0: like someone give me a pity I, fuck
2: i've definitely pity fucked someone
0: yeah, yeah.
2: I think every, you everyone's given a everyone's given a pity, pit, pity yeah. blowjob,
0: you know, for yeah. sure. Where You're just like, oh, God, fine. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like, yeah,
3: you but you don't want to be that person. that
0: someone. No, you don't want to you. be like, yeah. But how do you know? Like, I wonder if because I'm because men be- are not because <laughs> men are not actors. Women are. That's true. Men, especially sexually, can't pretend even That's in true. relationships. You know, when someone's kind of losing interest, you can feel mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. You can feel it in the way they sleep with you, in the Um, way that they touch you. And that's when you start trying harder and that's (sighs) not what you should do. God, it's the worst. And then it's the spiral because you try harder and And they're more annoyed with you. They're less attracted. How do you get it back? Honestly, once it starts going, how do you get it back? I think you either
3: don't, you just move on to the next, yeah, or you... Have to you stop caring about them? Have your own life.
0: You have to cut yourself off. Yes, yes. and, and when, then when yeah. they
3: see like, oh, like she is doing well, or she is, you know, like carrying on. you still on her can't own way. talk to them
0: after that because you fuck them. S- no, you right. still
3: don't. They don't get to have you when, when you're, you're good. Yeah. yeah, that's if the problem. <laughs> is you get away. like weak
0: yeah. because you know you you get strong and then it's been a couple months and you're like I'm strong enough to just go for a drink with him. Oh, I've mm. done this. You're like, I'm totally strong mm-hmm. enough. Like, it's fine. Like, I I'm yeah, over I want to show him how hot I am. I'm now. over him. I'm good. I'm Yeah. You're like, I just like, want to like show him to see my new haircut. One drink. <laughs> one, drink <laughs> one drink. You're in bed. Oh yeah. You Ugh. wake up. You wake up and you're in bed. And then you're right. You lost your mojo. Right. You lost it. The cavork is gone. Gone. Right. Unless you wake up and immediately start playing the game, which is don't text or call. Right. right. Ignore. 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 That is my, mm-hmm. is this the last? Always stay on top. All right, I'm going to leave you with ignore, ignore, ignore. <laughs> and um, I know this episode was about depression, also losing your virginity, <laughs> sleeping around, Girl doing frogs. drugs, Los Angeles, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. We love you guys so much and we'll see you next week. This is Sex in the Music City on Acme Radio Live. Bye. 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 Bye.
1: You just listen to the sexiest show in Nashville, Tennessee—sex in the music city. Join us every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time to listen live at Live.com.